Hey there, everyone. What you buying and what you reading? Guess what? I am the most influential speaker from the House of M, and let's talk about our comic complex. Well, I am back with another episode here, and I got a few things to discuss with you. I got some feedback on my last episode, and I'm going to address that first. Um, but before I do, uh, I do want to say the comic book we're highlighting this week um, is Drax number one. I pulled this from uh, the comic archives in my icebox down here, and I needed something to read, and I found that one. I was like, you know what, let me read this because I've never read it. And I grabbed uh, issues one through eight, um, and I can't remember if um, the reason I bought it, which I'll get into later, was because of the writer. Um, and I stopped at issue eight because maybe that's when the writer fell off. So once we get to that segment, we'll uh, he'll be able to find out why I picked this one. Uh, and wanted to talk about it now and finally read it, actually. But uh, let's get into our first uh, segment of the episode. Here we go. So my last episode, um, I received some vicious, vicious feedback, which is fine because like I always tell everyone, I just, I just want comments, questions, uh, feedback, positive or negative. And like last time I'll read it on the air, um, and such too. So I really laid into Paul last time and he sent me a wonderful email. <laughs> he did. He really did. Um, and I thanked him for it. Uh, but I was just having fun in here. Just having fun. Um, and I'm hoping he emails me back again because he, 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 uh, gave some good points and, um, I wanted, uh, I welcomed, I welcomed the email, but this little comment was on one of our social media uh, pages and, um, the, the person, um, well, his, his name is, uh, again, I'll, I, first names, first names are fine, right? No one's going to look this person up, right? How can you find someone based on a first name? Um, so this first person name is, uh, they, his name is Dominic, I guess. And, um, Hey, great guy. Um, uh, I'm glad he gave me some, uh, criticism here. Um, cause I'm taking it and I am running with it. He pointed out that when I was talking about Darth Vader, uh, number one last time I was, you know, I loved the issue. I thought it was really fun. Uh, great Darth Vader moments, great reveal at the end. Right. Um, but I didn't give credit to any of the creators on that book. So I'm saying right now, thank you, sir, for bringing that to my attention. And I will change that once we get into Drax number one coming up. But I did want to say shout out to Dominic for uh, uh, giving me that, that piece of feedback. I'm going to take it, man. I'm going to take it and this, I'm going to make sure I give credit because yes, that's like saying, you ever hear of the Icebox podcast or Comic Complex? Oh, great, 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 great podcast. The topics are fantastic. Um, so, so wonderful. And that they don't, then, then they don't mention who's actually on the podcast or who's given it or where to find it. So I get it. I get it. And I'm going to change that starting this moment and going forward. I am making the huge improvement of giving credit to the creators of the comic books I talk about on this show. Huge, huge revelation. Huge addition to the show. It's easily going to add another five to ten minutes to the show, so get ready for that. Get ready for that. 
Um, I don't know why I said that twice. Um, but thanks, Dom. So I appreciate it, and we're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna give some credit to Drax number one once we get to that part. All right. So thank you very much. I picked up a comic book, and I never used to buy comic books from this um, system. That's a dumb word, to, dumb word to say, but I'm going to say it nonetheless. Some from this system because I, I don't have it. I need to see the comics physically in my hands. But eBay is a great place, a great place to get some comics, score some uh, some great items, and. I used eBay to purchase a comic book recently, and it's a biggie. It's a big comic book. Um, I'm gonna swip to or swap to my Key Collector app. I hope you guys are using that, guys and gals. I hope you're using that because it's fantastic. Again, shout out to Dom for for introducing this to me. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, see, I'm giving credit. All right, I'm giving credit. Okay, so I picked up this issue. I was watching a few of them on eBay. And the issue I picked up is the first appearance, because I love first appearances so much. Um, I bought the man called Nova. I bought Nova number one on eBay for $64. The condition is actually really good. Here's one drawback. It can't be perfect. Uh, it could be. <laughs> but here's one drawback from the key collector app. So again, as I as I use this app, and I will be, I'll be talking about it, you know, on, on the future episodes as well too, because it's it's really cool. They only give a low, mid, and high grade uh, values on the app. So I this is not a perfect condition Nova number one. Um, it's also not a low condition. So guess where I put it? Mid. And here they have the mid valued at fifty dollars. I paid sixty four for the for the issue. Now I get the issue, and I, here's here's why I really give uh, some credit to people who uh, sell comic books on eBay. Uh, the ones that know that they're who they're, what they're doing, they pack these things phenomenally well. It came to me in like uh, very like I don't know quarter inch thick uh, cardboard, uh, sandwiched uh, by that cardboard, and then inside another like two to three or four pieces of like comic book backing backing boards to protect that issue and the actual issue was in a bag and board sleeved as well so very very great way to ship that thing it came out it came perfect the only way you can wreck these books generally is it is while opening it and i i am always very very careful when i do that because they wrap it or it's so tight that when you the only place you can slice it um it's held together by tape so you have to slice the tape from the perimeter of the packaging and if you honestly, the packaging is generally, at least from the books that I've bought and from eBay, they're oversized so that, you know, it's not exactly the, the size of the comic book, thankfully. But when you slice it, you got to be careful to not to slice into the comic book because you're screwed if you do that. So whenever I open these things, again, they're packed phenomenally well. They, they survive the trek. They're not getting damaged or anything like that because I've bought a few now. Um, they're, you just got to be very careful opening them. 
So I was, uh, and one there was one issue I bought on eBay where I sliced it open. And I was like, I cut the bag, like the bag and board that it was in. And I was like, I really came close on that one. So ever since then, I I really take my time with it. But I opened it fine. But the so the condition of this uh, uh this this issue Nova number one is really really good. I I mean, I would have uh, fawned over it if I had seen it in person. Um, I I just had the pictures that they uploaded, and here's a hint. Hey, people on eBay, learn to take a flipping picture. Now, the seller I bought this from, uh, it was fine. It was fine. But there are other postings, and your pictures are blurry. I mean, or you use, um, what do they call it? They use a stock photo of the issue. Don't be stupid. Don't be dumb. Take a picture of the, take a picture of what you're actually selling, the actual item. Take multiple Especially if it's a comic book. So you can see the, the spines, the corners, the back cover. Maybe flip it open to the middle of the book and see how it, how, how it looks there too. Like page, how white the pages are and stuff like that. Don't put a stock photo. Don't be dumb. And don't take blurry pictures. Why are you even submitting a blurry picture? You can tell, can't you? Or maybe they need glasses and maybe that's why they can't tell. Well, fix your glasses. No blurry pictures, no stock photos. Learn to take a picture and get a good one up. Thankfully, this seller had some great ones up. I trusted it. You still, I mean, part of me still is like a roll of the dice when you buy these things from eBay. But this one paid out. This issue is uh, is fantastic. Uh, so Key, the, um, the Key Collector app uh, describes or has these bullet points for Nova number one. It's the first appearance and origin of, of course, Nova Richard Ryder. Um, that's the main reason I got it. So, well, I, I, so there's a couple Marvel characters that I still want to get for first appearances. And some of them are like, my, my goal is to one day own Hulk 180, 181 first appearance of Wolverine. And I'm tempted to get Hulk 180 now because technically that's the first appearance of Wolverine. Don't give me this garbage about cameos. That could be another topic for another day. Let me know if any of you want to discuss that with me. I'll discuss it with you. Um, but there are other Marvel characters that aren't nearly as possible. Remember I mentioned the Armadillo, <laughs> and I have like three copies of that one. Um, but Nova is one of those mid-tier characters that are, it's not, it's not you know, you're not going to find it from the, in the quarter bins or the dollar bins. And it's not going to be priced at the first appearance of Wolverine type things. It's got, you got that mid-grade, right? Nova is one of those characters for me. And I've been wanting it. Namor is the other one. Uh, that I've been, I want, uh, maybe not necessarily, I wanted to get Namor number one. I don't think that's his first appearance, but I wanted to get Namor number one because that's an issue that's still, I believe, affordable um, without getting crazy. But Nova, for sure, I was actually thinking the price would be a little bit higher. And there are, again, if you find one that's like mint or near mint, uh, Key Collector has it at $150. So that's a, that's, that's pretty expensive. Um, but Midgrade has it at 50. I paid 64. Issue is fantastic. Uh, the other points it makes is the first appearance of Roman Day of the Nova Corps. There was a point in time, I'm going to mention Dominic a lot, I guess. There was a, <laughs> there was a point in time when I thought the word C-O-R-P-S was pronounced corpse. Because that's what it spells. That is exactly what it spells. And then he laughed at me because, so it's like a dead body. I was like, no, that's corpse. C-O-R-P-S-E. And then the light bulb went off in my empty head. So he's like, oh, so they're pronounced the same. I'm just going to go that. They must be pronounced the same. You know, that happens with other words in the English wonderful language. And he's like, no, when you have C-O-R-P-S, it's pronounced core. So thank you for 
correcting me on that too. Oh god, Dominic's awesome. Um, all right, so the Nova Corps. Uh, what else to say? It says the first appearance of Robbie Ryder, the brother of Nova, and unconfirmed. So here's the main. I told. I, th- I think I said the main reason before was because it's the first appearance of Nova. But um, the underlying is because it's unconfirmed, and this is what it says on the Key Collector app. Rehashed rumor that Nova will be introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe based on statements made from Feige in 2008. Uh, I'm sorry, 2018, uh, just off a decade there, uh, where it seemed like it was a definite statement. And again in 2019, when Feige said Nova was still a possibility. So I wanted to get this this issue before he does come to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then the price just skyrockets, and I'll never own a copy uh, ever again. So. You will see a picture of Nova number one on my Instagram feed. And you'll see the condition. Let me know what you think of it. Let me, think, let me know if you think it's a good uh, uh, a copy of it. Um, and let me, let me know if my picture's blurry or if I'm using a stock photo too. I won't be. It'll be the actual issue that I have in hand. Uh, but find me on Instagram and you can see the post of that comic book at uh, my handle, which is IceboxCast. So, Nova, number one. I picked it up from eBay, eBay $64. Uh, great condition, I think. It's not a mid-grade. It's not a mint. It's right in between there. I, I love it. Um, but uh, you can see a picture of the actual book I got on my Instagram at IceboxCast. Go check it out. All right, next thing I want to talk about is I returned to my comic shop, Lost World of Wonders, for the first time since this uh, COVID outbreak pandemic that we're still uh, going through. So um, it was great to get back to a comic shop. The reason I went back there is because uh, there was an issue that came out uh, from Black Cat, and I saw it on my Facebook page, and I was like, oh, sci-fi comic books on my facebook page um and it gave uh, a tidbit of what was revealed in that issue so i was like oh i gotta have it i gotta have it um and i'll, t- I'll get to that in a second but it was really good so i sent uh, lost world of wonders an email saying hey i know before you guys are doing curbside pickup it's funny because another listener to the show uh just messaged me today asking if lost world of wonders is open because on all it says on their facebook page is that they do curbside pickup and i replied I was like, yeah, they're open, because I was just there to pick up this issue that I'm going to talk about in a second here. But uh, Wonders did curbside pickup, but now they uh, welcome the public. They do, uh, I don't know if it's currently, but when I went there, which was just a couple weeks ago, uh, when I went there, they allow five people in the store at a time. So thank you for that, Lost World of Wonders, for taking care of your your uh, customers like that um, and yourselves. Uh, but so they do let people in there, and I told them that, so... Um, but anyway, I sent an email asking that same question, and they replied back, nope, people can come in, we're limiting to this, and they said the issue that I was inquiring about is still in stock, feel free to come back and get it. So I was like, cool. So I went back there, it was June 16th, so yeah, a couple weeks ago, um, and I picked up Black Cat number 11. And the reason why I picked that one up is because it had the first appearance, I love first appearances, people, I really do. Um, so I, I picked up Black Cat 11 because it had the first appearance of the Black Cat in uh, 
Tony Stark Iron Man armor, essentially. So, and it was very, very cool. Uh, maybe I should try to post a picture of that on the Instagram page too. Um, maybe I will. I'll take a picture of it. Um, I might use a stock photo though. All right. I hope you don't mind that. Um, because why, why do you need to see the issue that I have? If you want to see the condition of the issue, then I'll take a picture of it. But if I'm just showing you a picture of the black cat in the uh, Tony Stark Iron Man garb, you don't need, I can take, I can use a stock photo. I'm giving myself permission to do that. Uh, I don't need your permission, do I? I'm, why am I yelling at you? Um, so I'll post that on my Instagram feed, uh, IceboxCast. Go check that out too. But that was it. I, I thought it was really cool. I wanted to get that. I bought two copies because I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> but I bought two copies. But there's there are a couple other things that I picked up there. It was just great to be back at the comic shop. It was really great. Um, are any of you going back to your comic shops or anything like that? Let me know. Um, it'd be really, it'd be really nice. I want to see what they're doing, keeping you guys safe, keeping them safe and ladies. Um, but yeah, it was really good to be back in the shop. I saw, you know, the new books on the wall. Um, they're the, the long boxes of older issues, which I looked through there. I was looking for a couple of immortal Hulk issues to see if they had any, and they had none of them that I was looking for. Um, but, uh, no big deal, but I did see in their glass case, um, some, some stuff that I ended up picking up. And I ended up picking up a Secret Wars Iron Man figure. Uh, uh, I mean, it was an epic. It was an epic shape. Uh, the only things, the drawbacks were something that I'm okay with. It didn't come. It wasn't a, a complete figure, meaning it didn't come with the uh, Secret Secret Shield, uh, and it didn't come with his little black handheld laser blaster thing. But the figure is what I was looking at. I, I collect I collect the uh, Secret War figures too because I played with them as a kid, and I have uh, Doctor Doom, uh, the Kang the Conqueror, and I have the black costume Spider Man. So I still have a lot more to get. But but the, they're hard to find them in great condition. Uh, but this Iron Man, usually, which usually has like scrapes of paint all over, there, was was fantastic. So I picked him up because they have they over they haven't sold um, Secret War figures in there before. I've never seen them like that. I believe they had a Magneto figure there too, so maybe in my next venture I might go back out there and, and see if they still have it because I think it was in good shape. I just wanted to pick up the Iron Man because Iron Man is a hard one to find. Um, so I picked him up, and I also picked up another loose figure uh, from Masters of the Universe, the, vin the vintage line, like the old school and the 80s figures, uh, from the Evil Horde because I've always been a fan of the Evil Horde. It was Mantina. And the reason why I picked that one up is because that was also in great condition. And usually the eyes have like scrapes of paint um, on it because there was a lot of detail work on those eyes. But this one was like almost flawless. I say almost because there was like two pinhole size uh, scrapes of white paint, which showed the blue behind it of the eyeball. And but past that, everything was the, the, the detail was all there. Otherwise, um, I picked him up as well. And I, I when I took him home, I mean, I moved his joints and. You always want to make sure they stand because those figures had like those uh, rubber bands holding their legs together and stuff, and they they could be loose. No, this Manton was tight. Manton was tight, tight, tight. Um, very, very awesome. He stood on his own, so it was just great to get back to Lost World of Wonders, um, to see to see the comics, to see the Pokemon cards, to see the Funko Pops that I've missed. Uh, and there was a there was a few there that I, I would would like to pick up, but you know, hey, just yeah, I gotta I gotta. I gotta um, be patient, right? I gotta be patient because otherwise I would have just dropped millions of dollars there that I don't have. Um, but it was it was just great to see back, uh, see all the comics back in the back in the shop, 
Um, found my Black Cat 11, bought two copies of that, bought an Iron Man figure, bought a Mantina figure. Um, it was just great to be back. So I'm hoping to uh, have some more reasons to get back to the comic shop when I have the time. Uh, thank you to Lost World Wonders. And please, if anyone else's your shops are open, go check them out and support the cause. Okay, well, that brings us to the comic portion of Comic Complex. The issue um, I want to talk about is Drax number one. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the creative team behind it. Uh, so now if I like it, they'll love it. And if I hate it, you're going to find out that too. Okay, so here we go. So Drax number one. Uh, came out. <laughs> you can see how on the ball that I am. You can see how how, how um, what do you, what's the stupid word um, relevant I am because I'm talking about an issue that came out in in uh, 2016, only four flipping years ago, right? In January at that. Um, but Drax number one uh, was written. Well, I'm going to say that for last because that's the main reason I bought it. Um, so it has the cover artist. The issue I got was uh, Scott Hepburn. And Matt Miller, uh, the editors are John Moison and Jake Thomas. Now I'm, I'm positive I'm going to get feedback saying, "Oh, you don't have to give the entire credit of the entire creative staff of the of the comic book." Well, too bad. I'm going to uh, most of it. The artist was Scott Hepburn. I think I just said that. Well, he's the interior artist. Sorry. A color artist was Matt Miller. Uh, letterer and production VCs Clayton Cowles. Whatever the heck that is. Uh, variant cover artists, uh, I didn't get any of them, so why am I telling you that? Eh, we'll go for it. Ed McGinnis and Jason Keith, Scotty Young, Mike Choi did the hip-hop variant. I have no idea what that means. Um, the assistant editor was Kathleen Wisniewski. Great work, Kathleen. I don't know what she does. Uh, the publisher, Dan Buckley. Executive producer, Alan Fine. Did you know there was this many credits on a flippin' comic book? Chief creative officer, Joe Casada. Um, and the writers. Here we go. The reason I bought this issue, and I guess the next seven after that, was because it was by Cullen Bunn. And one superstar named CM Punk. Yes, that CM Punk wrote these issues of Drax. Drax number one, at least through number eight. And again, that thing, I stopped buying it because I think CM Punk stopped writing it or the series got canceled. I don't know. Um, and I bought it because CM Punk read it, wrote it. Uh, apparently, he got help, though, with uh, Cullen Bunn, which is why I mentioned him first. I don't know if CM Punk wrote the cool parts and Cullen Bunn wrote the other parts. I, I'm, I don't know what they did. But CM Punk is a credited writer on this issue, which is why I wanted to read it. I wanted to see what he did with this character, Drax. And uh, let's uh, get into it. Let's see what he did. So, Drax number one. Uh, Drax is uh, in, on the team called Guardians of the Galaxy, in case you didn't know. Um, but it, the funny, funny moment. And again, I'm reading this and I'm reading the lines. And I'm thinking, oh my God, CM Punk thought of this line. He must be brilliant. And I laughed. 
So good job, CM Punk. Uh, um, I'll just call him Punk. I don't want to say CM Punk all the time. You know what? He's not going to listen to the show, so uh, I can call him whatever I want. I respect, though. I have respect for you. He's not going to listen to the show. Shut up. Okay. Uh, opening One of the opening lines is uh, Ben Ben Grimm. This is when uh, The Thing was on the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And they're, they're fighting, like, these aliens, essentially. Uh, Coven of aliens is what they're up against immediately in the onset of the issue. Uh, and you hear, it's clobbering time from uh, Ben Grimm. I don't know if that's how he sounds. And then Venom says, yeah, that never gets old. But what made me laugh was the next line was uh, Groot. And, of course, he says, I am Groot. <laughs> and, and Venom's just like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in hell or, or whatever. This is, this is a pain. So that was, that was funny. I laughed. It, laughed. it made me laugh. Um, but basically, they're just fighting some aliens. And uh, Drax makes a huge uh, appearance and says, I'll kill them all with his knife in the air and basically kills the coven of aliens. And the last alien that was alive, you see a, a close-up shot of the alien's head and, and Drax just kind of puts his foot on it and steps on it. And then off-panel, he crushes the head much to the, 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 the what do you call it, the, much to the surprise, I guess, to the other team members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Learned to th- throw a string of words together. You stupid podcast host. I can't even say that. All right. Uh, so Drax crushes them all. He beats them all. Uh, the mission's over. They get a bomb, and they realize that uh, Drax, or I'm sorry, Rocket has to take the bomb somewhere and get it figured out, whatever. But as the mission is over for now, they all part ways. So they all, they, they, it was a Venom, uh, goes off with uh, Ben to Earth to get beer and, I don't know, nachos, whatever. Uh, Rocket and Groot take the bomb and get it uh, fixed or you looked at by some place off planet, whatnot. Um, and then the other members, uh, they, they, they leave, they all leave Drax behind because no one wants to go with Drax. So, because Drax, I don't know, he's, he's a, a handful, I guess, or he's boring. I don't know. And so they all leave and, uh, Drax says, okay, well, fine. No one wants to, no one wants to come with me. I'm just going to go out and kill Thanos, I guess. Cause that's what he was born to do. Drax was literally created to kill Thanos. And he says basically that, hey, you all are all going to do your own thing. Uh, when the team needs to come back again, we'll come back. But if you're all doing your own thing, I'm going to do my own thing. I was born and bred to kill Thanos. I'm going to go kill him. So just a matter of factual. Then uh, he gets some help from Rocket because he doesn't know how to get off the planet to go look for Thanos. And the Rocket gives him some spaceship that he has for uh, sentimental reasons. But it's uh, it's his ship, so he gives, he gives it to, to Drax. And, you know, it's basically a Star Wars scene of the Millennium Falcon in uh, A New Hope. It's like, what a hunk of junk kind of thing. It's literally like a garbage bin. It looks like a garbage bin. Uh, rust. Uh, actually, Drax says it has rust. And, and Rocket says, it'll do the job. It's it's fine. It'll do the job. You go take the ship. I want it back in one piece. Uh, so Drax takes the ship. He goes off plan and goes, looks for Thanos. And initially he sees, a, I don't know, I think a screen of Thanos and, and Drax is like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I hate you, Thanos. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he comes across space pirates for all intents and purposes. And the space pirates uh, see the ship uh, and they're like, okay, prepare to be boarded. We're going to take your money and all this stuff, right? And Drax is like, finally, give me something to, to do. You know, I've just been flying, floating around space looking for Thanos, and I can't find him. I don't know where to go to look for him. But some space pirates, yeah, bring them on board on. I'm going to kill you just like I killed the Coven of Aliens later. He doesn't say that exactly. 
And the aliens basically do a scan on the ship, and they're like, uh, you know what? This ship looks like garbage. There's nothing on it. We're out of here. And the, they take off. And Drax, of course, says, oh, <laughs> they're not even going to board me because they're scared of me. What a victory. So Drax gets a victory, and the space pirates leave. Uh, thankfully, because they probably would have been killed. And then, I don't know where a system failure happens, I guess, from the ship. And maybe I just forgot what happened. But I remember seeing uh, a message, system failure on Drax's ship. And Drax is like, uh-oh, what is trouble? And he begins to crash land. He's like, oh, where am I going to crash land? Where, what planet? i got to steer this in the right course. So he, he goes to some planet. He crash lands, you know, like a, a beeline right to the thing and uh, uh, crashes the ship. He gets out. He's unscathed, of course. And then he's basically on some desert area looking place. And they show a few panels of him walking by, you know, big dinosaur alien bones in the desert. They have like uh, bodies. It looked like bodies because their hands were stretched out. Maybe they got swept away by sandstorms and stuff like that. You know, nothing really uh, glorious to look at. All perilous, to be honest. And then he finds a town because I guess all you got to do is walk, just walk past the dinosaurs and the, the dead bodies and then you'll see a town. So he gets to the town, and he's like, where's a mechanic? I want a mechanic. Oh, give me a mechanic to fix my ship. And then he doesn't find one. So then he goes into this bar-looking place. I guess it's a bar. I don't know. Alien. I don't know what alien bars look like. But if you want to know, go pick up Drax number one. You'll find out. He goes, sits down, and he says, hey, there, barkeep. Where can I find a mechanic? And he says, uh, I don't know, but hey, it looks like you've been through some trouble. And then it happens. A big reveal. Thankfully, this issue had a big reveal. The next page, the end page, which you will see. I, I took a picture of it for you. So if you want spoilers, or, uh, be, or if you want spoilers, go check out my Instagram page, IceboxCast. You'll see the end. You'll see a picture of um, the last the last comic book page of this issue, Drax number one. But if you don't want spoilers, then don't look there. Uh, but the big reveal is one of my all-time favorite Galactus Heralds. Terax. And he comes out and he says, it's about to get a lot worse. And he throws his, like, his, his weapon is like sickle blade, immense looking powerful weapon that he has. Uh, and he has a, right, basically he's like taking a baseball swing and, um, they, then they cut it, right? And Drax looks surprised. Was, oh, oh those, this, you were behind me the whole time. He didn't say that, but, uh, it was very, it was a cool ending. Um, but yeah, I, it, I can't wait to, I'm going to read, I want to read number two and I have it. I have it pulled already. So I'm going to maybe review that next time, unless I forget. And, uh, we'll see what happens. But Terax, I've always loved Terax. One of the more awesome Galactus heralds, in my opinion, just because he looks, he's, he's just power. He reminds me of, um, He's got like the built of uh, Calabac from DC Comics, and I've always been a fan of Calabac too, and maybe that's why I like Terax so much. Um, but uh, Terax just—he's so—he's just strong. He's got that awesome blade, uh, very very cool. So I'm, I'm anxious to see that because uh, I would love to see a little uh, little fisticuffs, if you will, a little pow pow and chum 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 between Drax and Terax. That would be flipping awesome. So hopefully uh, it'll be exciting in issue number two. Um, but that was it. That was a wrap on that issue then. So a verdict, I think I'm reading it because I own them. <laughs> I think I'm reading it because I own them. Uh, based off number one, and I'm going to try to read all eight issues. I'm, I'm really going to try it. But based off issue number one, uh, honestly, 
you're not missing much. So again, if CM Punk is actually listening to this podcast, he's not. Because uh, who am I to him? And he'll... I, I'm no one. I'm no one. I, I, I acknowledged it, CM Punk, okay? I'm no one. I get it. But I paid money to read this issue. I read it. And I will say this. I mean, it's it's a it's a quick read. Um, I I did enjoy it, but again, for like just the, as like as being like a required reading of Drax, right now issue number one, it's not required. But if you do pick it up, definitely read it. And I'm hoping the series gets even better through the next seven issues. But again, I definitely want to see Drax throw down with Terax. That would be flipping awesome. Again, some one you know. The, he had a couple moments of good uh, of humor, and I think that's what this is. So, congratulations, CM Punk, for having like uh, humor with with Drax, because because of the movies right now, everyone uh, pretty much associates Drax with some form of comedy, and you definitely put that in the issue. So that that is appreciated. We thank thank you for that, because that ties the two audiences together. So if you like the movie version of Drax. You will like CM Punk's uh, rendition of Drax in uh, Drax number one. So go check it out if you'd like that kind of stuff. Um, and I will talk about issue number two uh, in another time. I told you once, now tell you twice. The way I feel, here's my advice. Listen to her with me, but I propel really. They can step to me, my rap is bad, this is. You don't wanna F with me, I'm always fresh with it. On my best weekly, you ain't stressing me. Okay, well, that's a wrap for this show. Thank you so much for listening, I appreciate it. Um, I do want to say this. The uh, uh, toys I picked up at Lost World of Wonders that I mentioned earlier on the episode, they are going to make their debut. Their debut on a episode of Revelations. Actually, it'll be episode 81. And 81 is set to premiere July 1st at 12 p.m. Central. Go find it. Uh, if you are uh, on, follow me on Facebook. That's probably the best way. Follow me on Facebook at Inspired Creations H-O-M. And if you do that, you will see the link to that po- uh, podcast. You'll see the link to that uh, YouTube show revelations episode 81 and you will see the figures that i talked about on this podcast here so definitely go check that out and if you don't follow facebook uh, or follow me on facebook please do or if you don't have facebook at all go to youtube and you can search the channel icebox cast two words icebox cast um and then uh subscribe uh but again revelations episode 81 will premiere uh july 1st at 12 p.m and you'll see the figures that i was talking about on this episode go check that out for me um again follow me on facebook i'd appreciate that uh inspired creations hom future comments questions uh because apparently i will read them i told you that i will read them on the air um and give credit where credit is due um but you can email me at iceboxcast at gmail.com that email address again is iceboxcast at email oh lord Icebox at gmail.com. Uh, send me your questions, comments. I'll read them and I'll, ha- I'll have fun with them uh, just because that's that's what I do. Um, so, again, uh, thank you for those who have emailed me. You've actually been getting a few emails or social media comments, which I will read too and uh, in- put into the show. 
Uh, but thank you so much for that. I love the interaction. That it gives me stuff to talk about um, and uh, give some. Uh, it gets. It gets. It's. It's fun. It's fun stuff to do. Um, but check me out on Facebook again. Uh, you'll see all the links to the YouTube shows that I mentioned, Revelations, but also my other podcast, uh, Icebox. You'll see those links too. And all of these podcasts can be heard now on iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, and now even Spotify. You can see us all there. So the links will all be posted. But once you find it, subscribe to it so you get the alerts when the new episodes come out it'll be a lot of fun and i do greatly appreciate the time for listening to this um, and the shows that i do elsewhere as well well uh, i think that's about it so again you all take care i appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to listen to my nonsense um and i think that's about it so as i close the book on this episode remember i don't care what you read as long as you're reading take care everyone 